friends, we are going to talk today about emotions. And sadly, we're not talking about the fun ones, the, the joy and happiness and awe that we can feel with our kids, with our families. We're going to talk today about the hard ones, about the impatience and the frustration. We're going to talk about the anger and the mom guilt and all of the not so fun emotions that are a natural part of motherhood. And the thing is, our kids, it's like they have this special button on our hearts that only they can press, that we somehow can lose our cool so much more quickly with our kids when they're doing things that frankly are very normal kid things to do. I am very confident you have had the same experience I have where one minute your kid is just adorable and precious. They drew you a picture or, you know, they picked you some dandelions or whatever it is. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, you're so precious. And then you blink. And when you open your eyes, you know, a quarter of a second later, that same kid is coloring on the wall or hitting their sibling or throwing their food across the table. (laughs) And... And it's just so frustrating. And and those are really normal moments for little kids. Let's not even talk about the bigger kids. As our kids get older, the ways that they can push our buttons change. Um, but we are still the mom and they are still the kid. And so yes, we want to and we have an obligation to teach them how to handle their emotions, how to stop whining, how to follow the rules like we don't color on the walls how to turn off their phone when you tell them to, or whatever it is. But also, we need to handle our emotions for ourselves. We need to be be able to manage that moment of anger, that moment of impatience, so that it can actually be just a moment and not turn into an hour or an afternoon or a week or a whole season of life. And so today we are going to go through a, a little list, 10 things that you can do in the moment that take, uh, let me look at the list. I'm going to say approximately anywhere from 90 seconds to two minutes, you know, really quick little things that you can do in the moment when you notice that sigh of frustration, or you notice that your voice is rising, you can feel that heat getting there in your chest or your, your shoulders are tightening. You can feel that hard emotion coming on try one of these things. If you can, try all 10. And then I promise you, it will start to shift that emotion. I'm not going to promise it will erase it. I'm not going to promise you'll never struggle with it again. I'm not even going to promise that your interaction with your kid will, you know, suddenly turn that corner and everyone is smiling again and happy again. But I will promise that it will change the direction that your heart is going in if you let it. So we are going to go through this list of 10 quick in the moment things you can do to manage your anger, your frustration, whatever it is. So now friends, let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships relationship with him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. 
Well, before we jump into these 10 things you can do in the moment really quick to manage your frustration or your anger, let me share a few resources with you because we do already have a few episodes on tap that tackle issues around emotions, that tackle temper tantrums and managing frustration. So if today's conversation is helpful for you, these will be episodes that will also very likely be helpful. So you might want to circle back to episode 31, which is titled, Keep Your Cool, Mama. Here's my quick four-step process for handling frustration and impatience with my kids. Then we have episode 38, one simple strategy that will reduce your kids' temper tantrums and help them and you manage emotions better and develop good coping skills. Episode 47, we talk about seven powerful Bible passages to help you manage impatience, anger, and emotional control. And then episode 77 is called Don't Let Stress Trigger Your Mom Anger. Use my six-step process to stay calm and keep a peaceful home even during stressful seasons. So I will have links to all of those earlier episodes in the show notes for today's episode, which you can find on the website at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash 097, because today is episode 97. And as I'm saying that episode 97, let me just plant a little seed in your mind that we have a giveaway coming up for episode 100. And I'm super excited about it. We're going to have some Amazon gift cards, some family related books and devotionals, like a lot of good stuff for this giveaway. It's going to be really simple to enter. And I'll have all the details uh, maybe next week. I don't know, pretty soon. (laughs) But we're going to do it to celebrate our 100th episode of the Love Your People Well podcast. God is just amazing. I can hardly believe we're here. But we are almost here. So I'm just planting that little seed. More details to come. If you shop on Amazon, like I do, you definitely want to stay tuned. If you haven't followed the podcast yet, hit that follow button right now so that when all the details are there, boom, it just pops right up in your library. Oh, technology, it can be amazing. Anyway, circling back, resources. Um, Let me also highlight that we do have a devotional called the 40-Day Devotional on Anger and Emotional Control. So if this is a hot button topic for you, managing those emotions is really a struggle, then this devotional will be a really helpful dive into scripture to help you not only understand God's word and God's wisdom for managing these emotions, but give you some guidance in how to think about it and pray it through and invite the Holy Spirit to make the changes in your heart, in your life, that will help you personally in your season manage these hard emotions. So all those resources, again, the links are always on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com. And then you can find this top 10 list (laughs) in today's show notes also, uh, because I do always have that kind of blog version on the website, because some people just are not podcast listeners, they are blog readers. Personally, I like to do both, but you do whatever is best for you. So we've got those other resources. Uh, Let me just remind you of my disclaimer. I am a marriage and family therapist, but this podcast is not therapy. It's not professional advice. I do hope it's helpful, but I am not your therapist. There's always a link um, in the description for this episode with information about mental health and possibly finding a great counselor, Um, especially if you really feel like your anger management issues 
are getting a little out of control, you find yourself interacting with your family in ways that are potentially hurtful or just really, uh, or maybe damaging to the relationship, really not where you want to be, that might be a time to consider counseling with a professional. So um, you can find those links for my thoughts about when to seek a counselor, how to find a great counselor, but this podcast is not your personal therapy session. (laughs) Uh, Always like us to be on the same page about that. So let's dive into this list. Let's talk about these 10 things that really should only take one or two minutes to help you start shifting the direction of your heart's attitude in the moment. Because we cannot... We cannot erase these hard emotions from our life. There are times when it totally makes sense to be impatient. Well, impatience is a bit harder. It totally makes sense to be frustrated. It totally makes sense to be angry. There are moments in scripture where Jesus is angry. However, James tells us very clearly in um, in James's letter toward the end of the New Testament, he is very clear about the reality that our human anger is not typically righteous. It is not something that points us in a godly and holy direction. And so we need to be able to manage these hard emotions because they they are just a reality of life. And if you want to teach your kids how to manage their hard emotions, this is just a little side note, that's basically going to be impossible if they are not able to witness you managing your hard emotions. Even for myself, uh, yesterday... <laughs> I was losing my cool with my kids. I mean, we've all been sick and I have a newborn, so it's not like I'm sleeping that well. And we had not eaten our snack. We're running late for snack time. And so my mind was all on just get food in our bellies and we will probably be less cranky. Um, And I was not handling that well about, you know, barking orders at my kids to get in their seat and stop throwing that and, you know, just give me 30 seconds to get food in front of you. And I came back after that very quickly after that and apologized and told them, you know, I'm just, I'm not handling my emotions very well right now. I'm really sorry. I did not mean to be yelling, you know, please forgive me. And my daughter, one of my daughters says, well, mommy, it sounds like we need to pray for God to give you more patience. To which I say, amen. And we did, (laughs) we prayed. Um, But I'm so glad that she has watched me struggle and turn to the Lord. Now, do I wish that she never saw me lose my patience? Of course, because that would mean I'm never losing my patience, and that would be wonderful. But I am sometimes, and so the reality is I want them to see how I handle that, that I can do these things that I'm going to talk about right now, that I can ask the Lord to give me patience, that I can apologize to them. I need my kids to see that part of handling hard emotions. So let's go through these 10 ideas to get a uh, really quick (laughs) calm down when those emotions rise up. Our first tip, this is a 60 to 90 second thing. Pause, my friend. When you notice that little burst of energy, that uh, word is wanting to pop right off of your tongue, just pause, bite your tongue if you need to, (laughs) and take just a few slow, deep breaths. Now we could probably have an entire podcast episode about the power of breathing and how it impacts our emotional state, helps us calm down. But in the moment, 
just take 60 seconds, take 90 seconds, pause, close your eyes if you need to, do a deep inhale, hold it for a few seconds, and do a deep exhale, and hold it for a few seconds, and repeat maybe three, four, five, ten times. It will not erase our anger, typically. It will not necessarily remove our frustration, but it will give us a moment to catch ourselves. It will help us slow down that heart rate, uh, which tends to spike when we're getting emotional. Um, It'll send our brain and our body the message that, no, I don't need to be escalating right now. I don't need to be reacting right now. It just helps us slow down, calm down, and respond rather than react. So tip number one, take 90 seconds, pause, and take some slow, deep breaths. Tip number two, okay, again, 90 seconds, redirect your attention, distract yourself. I mean, we probably have used this technique with our kids, whether they're toddlers or teenagers, they're starting to get huffy and puffy and temper tantrums, we can see it coming. And what do we do? We distract them. We say, hey, kiddo, let's play with this other toy. Or we say, hey, uh, tell me about what's going on in school. Or we say, hey, what's going on in that show that you like? Or tell me about something with a friend. Or We ask a question or we point their attention to something else. That can work for us too. Okay, when something is really pushing your buttons and you're finding yourself doing, (laughs) trying to do that deep breathing, trying to stay calm, focus on something else. Distract yourself. Maybe that is as simple as physically turning around to see, okay, what's happening behind me or in the other room? Like, what else can I actually look at? Or maybe that's all inside your head. Instead of rehashing in your own brain, I can't believe they just said that to me or... I've told them a thousand times not to do that. And here they are doing it again. You could repeat that in your brain. That's probably just going to get you upset. Or you can refocus your thoughts to something else. Now, I'm not saying you have to ignore something going on in front of you that might need some discipline or some action from you as a parent, but you don't need to dwell on it. You don't need to give it all of your attention. You can also notice you know, maybe one kid is driving you crazy. Well, the other kids are coloring happily in the corner or they're working on their homework or whatever it is. You don't have to give all of your attention to the thing or the situation that is is ticking you off and upsetting you in the moment. So tip number two, look at something else, think about something else, distract yourself. Number three, Um, Now, this could be 60 seconds, but if you really get into it, you might want to take longer uh, just because it's fun. (laughs) But number three, make a gratitude list in the moment. You're probably focused, like I just said, pretty closely zooming in on this thing or situation that is frustrating you and upsetting you. So remind yourself of something wonderful. Maybe it's something wonderful about that specific kid who is driving you crazy in the moment. Uh, Maybe it is something you are thankful for about your home or your house. You know, is there a pile of dishes that you need to wash that's just kind of irritating you every time you look in the kitchen and you think, oh, I just don't have time to get to that. Well, you can be thankful that you have a sink where you can wash them, maybe even a dishwasher to do it for you. You can be thankful that you have people 
in your life to eat off of all those plates. You can be thankful that the Lord has given you the finances to provide that food that they ate off of these messy plates. There are things all the time that we can be thankful for. So maybe it's about the person who's driving you a little bit crazy in the moment. Maybe it's about your surroundings, your home. Um, Maybe it's just refocusing to think about something that God has done for you. A truth from scripture or a, a memory of a moment when God really was present with you or transformed something in your life. So it could be a moment of gratitude for whatever is right in front of you. Um, that is definitely going to start changing your perspective and your emotional reaction to the moment in front of you. Or maybe it's a broader moment of gratitude just for who God is, what he's done, the big picture things that he has done for you. Now, bonus points here, if you say this out loud, because odds are, if you're getting frustrated, you're getting upset, you're getting angry, the other people in the situation are probably dealing with some difficult emotions also. Now, they may not be feeling frustrated and upset, um, but they might, they might be feeling sad And that's kind of why they're lashing out or acting in a really obnoxious way. (laughs) They might be struggling with a sin issue. They're struggling in that moment with selfishness or jealousy or um, anger, bitterness. You know, we don't know necessarily what's going on. But when you can focus your thoughts on something you're thankful for and say that out loud, that's going to have an impact on them as well. Now, again, these are not little things that are necessarily going to totally change the direction of the conversation or the interaction, but they can change the direction of your heart. Okay, so number three, identify something you are thankful for right then and there. Feel free to keep going and make a longer list and feel free to say it out loud and to share with someone Um, You know, especially if your kid is talking back to you or, you know, this is maybe an interaction that is driving you crazy. They're not treating you very well. Um, if, If your response is to tell them something you're thankful for about them or something you love about them, I mean, just by default, you're changing the conversation. They can't respond to that in the same way that they were planning to because they're probably expecting at that moment mom's going to yell or mom's going to raise her voice or mom's going to lecture me, whatever it is. And instead, you're smiling and saying, honey, have I told you lately just how amazing I think you are? Like you, you know what? I heard you singing at church last week. You have an amazing voice. They can't respond in whatever way they were originally going to because you've changed the conversation. Okay, number four. Now this could be 60 seconds, but really this could be 15 seconds if that's all that you have to give. And this is to pray. To say that really simple, oh, Jesus, give me strength. My personal favorite lately is, oh, Lord, I need more patience. Uh, Can you tell? I have little kids at home. Patience is a big one. (laughs) But whatever it is, just say that quick prayer. Lord, help me. We have a God who delights to answer our prayers. He hears us. He responds. He deeply cares about your relationship with whoever it is that's driving you crazy. And so pray. And again, just like the gratitude list, this could be super quick or this could be longer. Maybe you 
start praying out loud, you know, Lord, help me to bite my tongue, help me not to say something that I'm going to regret. Yes, that kind of clues the other people in on what you're struggling with. But what's wrong with that? What's wrong with letting people know I'm struggling and I'm trying to handle that by asking the Holy Spirit to come take control of my heart, my tongue, my reaction in this moment. Number five, um, a little similar to pray, but read a verse of scripture. Now, this is going to be most easy if you already have something memorized and you can just quote it out loud to yourself. Um, Or if you have scripture verses, Bible verses hanging around your house as some wall art or something like that. Um, Or you can just pull out the Bible and open up to something to read. That might take longer than 60 seconds, depending on where your Bible is. But read a verse of scripture. Read it out loud, especially if you... If you really struggle with frustration, anger, impatience, some of these hard emotions, memorize some verses that specifically speak to those issues. In our Friday Faith follow-up this week, sneak peek, come back on Friday, we're going to do a dive into a few verses from Ephesians 4 that speak to these emotions. And so those might be verses to memorize so that in the moment you can well, really, you would be doing several of these steps. You can pause and close your eyes and redirect your attention to these verses and say them out loud to yourself or just in your own head. But number five is to turn your thoughts and your attention to God's word, to the Bible, even if it's not specific to something about anger or frustration. Um, whatever it is, maybe it's just reflecting on what you read that morning or what your small group is studying right now. Turn to the scriptures and see how that might impact you. Okay, number six, again, super short, super simple. Turn on some music. Music has an amazing ability to direct our emotions. Now, yes, you could turn on some like slow, sad country music that's just a little depressing for everyone. Or you could turn on some loud screaming (laughs) music, uh, ska or whatever it is. I don't know. That was big when I was in high school, whatever it is, you could turn that on and probably increase the anger in the home. Or you could turn on some silly kid songs for your toddlers. You could turn on some upbeat Christian worship songs. Um, you could turn on some hymns. If you don't have a CD player or, you know, a quick, easy way to do this on your TV or your computer, pull out your phone it's probably in your pocket, (laughs) pull it out, open whatever app it is that you listen to your music on and just hit play. It almost doesn't matter what you're hitting play on. It's going to change the dynamic in the room and in your heart. Turn on some music. You don't even have to necessarily sit and really listen to it. Um, But music can, again, go a long way in shifting our emotions. Number seven, this might be my favorite. Yeah, it probably is. Uh, Take 90 seconds and eat a snack. My friend, if you're getting angry, if you're getting frustrated, there is no way that food won't help. Now, I'm not necessarily saying eat a bag of Skittles or something super sugary or something fatty or grab that Coke or whatever. Ideally, you could eat something healthy, 
But really what I'm focusing on here is uh, make sure your blood sugar is stable. Fill up your belly. People are cranky when they're hungry. That is just a reality of life. And so if you notice you're feeling frustrated or you're feeling angry, pull out that granola bar and take a few bites. Um, Whatever it is, grab a quick snack. Um, Now, you know, in all honesty, this might take longer than 90 seconds if you're getting frustrated and you're, you know, in the car driving somewhere and you don't have a snack. If you're at home in the kitchen, this will be real quick. So it doesn't take a lot of time, but it might take a little prep work on the front end to always carry a granola bar or something like that with you. Um, But do not underestimate the power of hunger. Even if you're not feeling like famished, if you're feeling just a little bit hungry, that really changes how we react to the situation in front of us. It's just a reality. People get hangry. It's a real thing. And so have a snack and see if that changes how you're feeling. Number eight, this um, could be real quick, or again, it's one you could take a little bit longer for, um, but do something really quick to get out some physical energy. A lot of times when we start feeling frustrated and angry, our body wants to release some of that energy. That's often um, linked with like, why are we yelling? Why are we slamming doors? Um, Why do people hit each other? (laughs) Get out some of that energy in a quick, safe, healthy way. Um, So this might be do 10 jumping jacks uh, wherever you are. You in the grocery store? Fine. Do 10 jumping jacks. Who cares? You're in your living room? Stop and do 10 jumping jacks. Uh, It'll make everybody laugh or notice or, you know, it'll distract them. Let's definitely say that. And it'll get out some of that energy. Um, If you're not really into the jumping jacks, that's fine. One of my favorites that I will do um, every once in a while is to head into the bathroom, get a washcloth, get it wet, and wring it out with all of your strength. Like put all of your muscle energy into your shoulders and your arms. Squeeze out that wet washcloth. It will release energy. You can also, just right where you are, nobody even has to know you're doing this, tighten specific muscle groups in your body one at a time. So not necessarily tightening up your whole body, but like start with your shoulders, maybe tighten your shoulders, hold it for five seconds, and then real quick, let that tension go. And you do want to do it quickly because that's releasing that tension. Um, And then you could do it in your legs, tighten your legs, hold it for five seconds, and then whoosh, quick, let it go. Um, This is actually called progressive muscle relaxation. It is a counseling technique that we will use often if someone is struggling with a variety of emotions, but definitely with anger or um, frustration. So whatever works for you in the moment, really quick, get out some of that physical energy. Number nine, do something random or funny, something that makes you or others laugh. Now this might be the jumping jacks. If I started doing jumping jacks, my kids would probably laugh. Um, I would probably laugh if I was looking in a mirror and thinking, oh my gosh, I really need to start working out more. (laughs) My jumping jacks are pathetic. Whatever it is, uh, you could pull up something on your phone, a funny little YouTube clip that might take longer than 90 seconds, but just do something silly. One of the things that I actually will recommend in the counseling room (laughs) when family members are struggling with conflict is that when those emotions get high, just uh, look around and like say out loud. I mean, I'm talking loud. 
say really loudly, like whatever the first thing is that you see. It's going to be totally random. It's going to have no purpose, but it's going to be random and weird enough to probably break a little bit of the tension. So if you're in the kitchen and you're getting angry, look around and shout out pineapple because you see a pineapple sitting on the table or whatever it is. Just say or do something random, something funny. Maybe it's something stupid. Now, again, this is not yelling pineapple like you're screaming in someone's face or this is not doing something random or funny that is in any way mean to someone else or hurtful to someone else or yourself. Just trying to do something funny or random that can break the tension, that can get people thinking what's going on or get people laughing. Either way, it's going to change the direction of where things are headed. And number 10, uh, probably my favorite after getting a snack because I like snacks, but number 10, instead of uh, focusing on that feeling, that frustration that's building up and what you want to do with it, you might want to say something snarky, you might want to slam that door, you might want to yell, you know, you might want to do all sorts of things. Instead, do something that purposely fills someone else's love tank at that moment. Now this can be real quick and simple. You can smile, you can give a hug, you can say a kind word, um, you can share that thing you're grateful for <laughs> with the person, or you could do something for them. Um, sometimes when I'm getting really frustrated with my kids that they're not listening to me about cleaning up whatever toy or things like that, I'll do a few of these things together, but usually I will try to pause take a few of those deep breaths, maybe turn on some music, and I'll sit down and I'll clean it up myself. Now, obviously, I don't want to do that every time and send my kids the message that if you just ignore me long enough, I'll do your chore for you. (laughs) That is not what's happening. Um, Usually, it's more like I'll sit down next to them and say, hey, uh, this seems really hard. Let's clean this up together. Um, Often lately, it's crayons. They love to throw the crayons all over the place. So I might sit down and say, I really like this picture that you drew. Um, I'm going to help you collect all the crayons so that later you can draw another picture because I think you're really good at this. Or, you know, I'll say something like that. Whatever it is, when you're shifting your focus toward doing something nice or saying something nice for someone else, that's going to change how you are feeling. It's probably going to change how they're feeling too, but we're talking right now about your emotions. So purposefully focus on doing something that's going to encourage or lift up or fill up someone else's love tank. And there you have it, my friend. We have 10 really simple, you know, 60 seconds or less, maybe slightly more if you want it to be more, 60 second activities that can help you calm down help you manage that frustration, manage that impatience, reduce that anger. Let me recap these 10 for you. And of course, you can always find them in kind of blog style on the website at um, in the show notes, which is loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash 097. But we have um, pause and take some slow, deep breaths. Number two, redirect your attention and distract yourself. Number three, make a gratitude list. Identify something you're thankful for right then and there in the moment. Number four, pray. Make it quick, make it long. It doesn't matter. It's not really about your words, what you're saying. It's about the God that you're praying to. Number five, read a verse of scripture. 
Number six, turn on some music, hopefully something upbeat, fun, Christ-centered. Change the emotional atmosphere in the moment. Number seven, eat a snack. Healthy or not, just get some food in your belly. You'll probably feel better. Number eight, get out some physical energy. Number nine, do something random. Do something funny. Do something that's just going to kind of make people think what is happening or make people laugh, hopefully including yourself. Number 10, purposefully do something that will fill up someone else's love tank, that will encourage someone else. Shift that focus from me, 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 I'm frustrated, I'm upset, to you, you, you. I want to care for you. I want to love you. I want to help you. I want to encourage you. And that's what we've got for today. My friends, I already mentioned that you can hop back on Friday for our Friday Faith follow-up, and we'll be diving into a few verses in Ephesians 4, um, kind of devotional style to look at what God tells us about how we should be managing these emotions. Um, He is the source of wisdom, my friends. And so definitely circle back on Friday for that conversation. And if you know a friend who is struggling with with her relationship with her kids, with how she handles her frustration and anger, this might be a great episode to share with her, to just copy the link. You know, there's like those little dots at the top of your podcast player in the app. You know, you can press it, hit the copy button, send her a text or send her a link to the show notes and just let her know, you know, hey, I found this really helpful. It's just a few random ideas. I thought you might find it helpful too. That is a great way to love others in your life, to love your friends, to share with them the things that you find helpful, especially if you know they might find it helpful too. Because the reality is, if you ever feel like, oh, I struggle a little bit with my emotions, mm, I can guarantee you, you're not the only one. (laughs) If nothing else, I am struggling right there with you. But also I have years of experience in the counseling room. And I can tell you pretty much everyone is struggling to one degree or another with how they handle their emotions, especially with their kids. So you are not alone. And probably every other mom friend you have is also struggling to some degree, at least sometimes, because emotions are hard. Gosh, they're hard. So I will remind you here about our 40 day devotional on anger and emotional control. You can find that on the website or the link will be right here in the description for today's episode. And we'll be back on Friday with our follow-up diving into Ephesians 4. But until then, my friend, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.